0: Hey, 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 welcome to the Ordinary Radical Podcast. We're going to have a great time today. We're talking about some heavy issues. Stay tuned.
1: Well, hello, hello, hello. This is Ordinary Radical Podcast, which is on discipleship and biblical living, featuring conversation Q&As for concerning wide variety of topics to help you grow as disciples to the local church through leadership, discipleship, and mission. What's going on, Brandon?
0: And before uh, we move into what we're going to be talking about today, I, I do want to answer what's going on. And I just want to say that God is good. I'm sitting here thinking about you and I, when we first started this podcast, uh, you and I were a couple of, of music pastors. Now we're both lead pastors, right? And that's just a different calling, a different move. We're not saying that's better or worse. It's just God moving. Um, we were both working on our doctorates and we both finished that, right? Yeah. We were both in churches and wondering what God's next step was. And now we're in different places. So let's just start off by saying God is amazing and he is at work. What do you say?
1: Man. Amen to that. You know, I was thinking you were going to talk about this cold, shivering weather here in Missouri of negative 20 windchill and all that fun jazz, but even in the midst of all that, and I'm worried or pipes going to burst in the church and we have to face that bill. <laughs> but, you know, God is good, really. I mean, wow. Just looking back, just God's faithfulness and his sovereign will and his providential care, you know, for us, you know, it's just, you know, God is so kind. He's so good. So, amen, amen to that, brother.
0: Yeah. Um, and we're going to move into a topic today. We wanted to start off, I, don't, I want to start off on a lighter note because our topic is actually, it's pretty heavy, honestly um we're looking at uh what's the title what's the title of
1: our of our podcast mister yeah i mean i was just kind of having a hard time just kind of it's just my heavy is hard you know you know and just thinking about the recent events and all that's happening and just all i can really pray is like you know thy kingdom come, thy will be done and 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 i was thinking really the theme is Is this is the destructive nature of private sin, destructive Destructive. nature of private sin,
0: the destructive nature of private sin. And what's what's on our hearts and what's on our minds is really what we've seen recently come out in the news with people like Rabbi Zacharias um, about a year ago with John Christ. And not too far back with Jerry Falwell Jr. and all of these sort of like Christian people of celebrity that we find were leading sort of double lives and caught in sin. Now uh, I know with John Christ, he's, he's he's said he's repentant and things like that, um, but there's still damage
1: to that private sin whenever it comes out. Would you agree? Yeah, I just you know I don't know. I mean, you, know, you and I were talking just yesterday. I was honestly shocked. I didn't see it coming. I, I remember when Rabbi Zacharias, you know, which which again is so hard for me to talk about. I just did an article on him when he passed away. Uh, if you don't know, Rabbi Zacharias is a world renowned apologist. He's the one who leads. You know, maybe perhaps you heard on your radio Christian radio station, on um, you know, um, on the Rabbi Zacharias International Ministry and. I read books. I remember as a new believer in high school, reading his book, Jesus among other gods. And he wrote it where I was living in Southeast Asia and Malaysia and all these incredible things. There was an allegation in 2017 that came out. I remember reading it. I was like, Oh, that can't be true. So, I mean, first and foremost, I just want to say, man, I was shocked. I'm still honestly working through it. Brandon, I, I, I don't think I have mentally really came to conclusion, but, but again, what I do know, what Scripture theologically and biblically, it says is sin is wrong. It's devastating, mm-hmm. and I think I think that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, so we're not going to go through the ins and outs of
0: what Ravi did. You can do that on your own study. Um, just prepare your heart before you read on that, because um, he he was caught in multiple uh, sexual acts, and I would even say rape and and things of that nature. So you can look that up. Um, But again, we're talking about a man that that meant so much to us. Like you said, the allegation that came out in 2017. I remember when that came out, and I I remember what what I thought. I thought, no, that's impossible. Why? Why is someone trying to get some money out of Ravi? Ravi's got this fantastic name. Look what look what the devil's doing. And it comes out that it was actually him all along. He had been caught. Um, and he was trying to work it, work his wording um, through that situation. So before we even move forward, we, I want to, I want to just say with, uh, with uh, Dr. Hayashi, look, we we stand with the victims. We we know um, what has happened, and we want to support their voice and support um, their their witness and respect their lives. Um, you know what Ravi did is incomprehensible and it is sin and evil so we, we want to say that
1: yeah i think i echo you brother i mean it's it's just it's just plainly wrong sin is destruction destructive and destroys and our hearts goes out especially in the name of christ that has been done and the damage um, um even though it's so hard for me to, to i just mourn i grieve as scripture says grieve with those who grieve and I can't imagine, you know, which women are created from the side, it's from the rib of Adam. And we are to care and nurture and love and lead. And it is so sad when these leaders take advantage of people. And I just want to first and foremost, those who are struggling and there's, you, you don't be afraid to share and, you know, seek help. And, you know, I think we are all still struggling and striving Through this but i guarantee there is divine hope and divine help and in christ and 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 the lord wants us to to seek i mean the lord said in his word he came to come to bind the brokenhearted and set the captives free so those who've been victimized not just even through this but you're you're in that place i want to encourage you to seek help and to to and and there, there will be help and you know, reach out to your pastor and leaders and and the right authority. And don't be afraid. Uh, you're not alone. Um, and I just I just I just can't say that enough. About yeah. And as again, we're, we're, we're
0: trying to process this with you. We're hoping this podcast may help you process through some of these thoughts. Uh, it's going to stand as a warning and it's just going to make you think we think we hope. Um, so what are we doing now with we're dealing with the aftermath? That's all we can do we're looking at the aftermath of what came. So, you know, what's going to happen of, with RZIM, our, our Rabbi Zacharias International Ministry?
1: Um, uh, yeah, I think I think first and foremost, again, the podcast, Ordinary Radicals, is really laid, uh, kind of focused on lay leaders and, you know, uh, for ministry leaders and pastors and ministers. One of the first thing uh, that I would say is the fair warning against, you know, uh, for, for Christian leaders that we are not supermans. We don't have capes and just, you know, it's so easy to just look at Ravi and just say, Oh, how dare I am? But like in reality, he was human and he was fallen and not excusing the sin that happened, but the reality is that we all, all vulnerable. We are all close to the heels of that. And, and we as leaders, as Christians, should be warned to, to be as faithful followers of Christ, first and foremost, if you're married, to be faithful, not only physically, emotionally, sexually, but maybe even internetly, you know, I'm creating a word, you know, just be faithful as a covenant marriage that you're committed. And I will even say for those husbands, if you have children, uh, you know, dads, just just remember, just the destructive nature of private sin that eventually sin will catch you. And even beyond the grave, um, you know, especially even the day and age that we live in this information mosaic overload structure, nothing is hidden. Nothing is new under the sun. And just remember that, that your, your sins and if, and I would just say, you know, believe in Christ and repent of your sin. And if you're struggling with that right now and just, you know, if you're a single man and you're not married and thinking about getting married with your fiance, obviously, if you're thinking it's going to go away when you get married with your, you know, you know, a sexual addictive nature of habitual sin, get help. You know, seek help now. It's not going to go away once you get married. And, and you know, let this be a warning for all of us, what Ravi went through that, that we, we would seek help. And to not, don't worship these Christian celebrities, mm-hmm. whether John Chris or Jerry Falwell, like, we're all vulnerable. So get help, seek help, get counseling, you know, get a brother and pray together and work through with accountability. Uh, I just can't, I can't emphasize that enough. Yeah. Um, And
0: and there's also other vices, right? We're we're talking, we, we, we've been looking at sexual sin because these have been in the news, but there's other vices like pride and arrogance and being caught in that in ministry. And we, I, I can name, three guys off the top, we're not into the name game, but I can name three guys off the top of my head that were kind of kicked to the side out of the churches. Maybe that they even planted mega churches because they were prideful because again, um, they had sin that we, that most people didn't know about and it finally came out and, and it was uh, devastating to their ministries. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I think pride is so huge, you know, Brandon that you shared I think when pride comes in and puffs you up, which so often people don't catch it, spiritual abuse happens. Mm. And, and we just got to remember to quote Philippians 2, that the son of man humbled himself in humility Considering others better than himself, mm-hmm. and as spiritual leaders, we need to start there, right? And it's so easy for us. And I mean, we don't have to get into the details of it. But Rabbi Zacharias, when in two thousand seventeen, was warned against, and there was an allegation happen, and many other times that there was warning signs. Rabbi Zacharias even threatened the pe- per- person who rebuked the sin, and Rabbi Zacharias, in essence, said, "If you." Take this to the court and you come with these allegations. Remember millions of souls are not going to be saved because of you, because the ministry is going to be destroyed. I mean, that's spiritual abuse and that's pride. Mm -hmm. And, and again, you know, I mean, all of us, all of us are broken, needy, wicked sinners and we should never put people on a pedestal only except for Christ. Honestly, Um, you know, quite frankly, that's the only person that we should be, Worshiping and not worship these celebrities and idols. But, you know, I would say first and foremost, you know, all these things didn't happen overnight. It happened from a slow dose of sin and nothing is new. The Pharisees had the same issues and they were so puffed up with pride and they used and leveraged authority. Whoa, well, beware, beware, beware. Lord, have mercy. God, help us that that we would not get to that point. That we would use our powers and authorities to to guilt trip and shame people. That's just terrible.
0: Yeah, uh, it, I mean, it reminds me of what, what Jesus. Well, we see in the Old Testament with the law, but I'm I'm thinking of you know a, a little leaven, right? What it does to the to the to the the whole um, lump of, of flour and stuff there. Uh, just a little bit of sin will grow. It, it, it spreads it. And so we have to guard our hearts, have to be very, very careful, um, you know. And so this is a word to us, right? If you're a pastor listening or even if you're a Christian, you have to guard your heart. What you do today will impact tomorrow. Um, as a pastor said to me once, and I always tell my kids, you can choose your actions, but you can't choose your consequences, those are chosen for you. And so it should be a word of warning um, not to allow that little bit of sin because that little bit of sin grows to more and more. We rationalize, we make sense of things, we say, Well, I deserve this. That was some of the stuff that was said with Ravi. Um, we say, Well, uh, you don't know how hard my life is. You know, I'm thinking more of the Jerry Falwell story. Or we even even if we say, um, well, this is an addiction or a compulsion that I have struggled through, like I think of John Christ, it doesn't matter. We have to conquer sin. Isn't that what uh, God told uh, Cain? He said, sin is crouching out at your door, right? Mm -hmm. You got to conquer that sucker, or you're going to find your heart in darkness. And then with Cain, he goes and kills his brother. Um, You know, we we are, we must be careful. Otherwise we're going to, murder people maybe but we're
1: going to ruin the ministries that god has set in our path yeah yeah so if you're a seminarian or you know in the bible college and you're listening to this podcast or just kind of kind of lay leader you know in the church just it's it's not just rabbi zacharias because he's a celebrity it's a warning for all of us all of us to beware 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 of sin and 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 I think that's, that's what we can learn. in this lesson, honestly, I just think, you know, I would say stop comparing yourself with Christian celebrities and these heroes that, that, that you, you know, so often people worship. I mean, um, you're no less and, you know, don't think that you are less of a Christian because you're, you don't have a ministry like Rabbi Zacharias and thank God for him and his impact and ministry. I mean, he impacted me personally and his writing and teaching and i you know, reference him and uh, stuff. But again, it's the basic fundamental everyday things. Just kind of like what Brandon was talking about. It's, you know, I think about John Owen, the reformer. He talked about in this book, the mortification of sin. Either you kill sin or sin's going to kill you. Right. And, and it starts with the basic fundamental stuff. So I would say, where you at right now? Not one day you get somewhere. Be faithful. Serve Christ. In where you're at right now, starting right now, faithfully minister, look to Christ. He is your strength in his sovereign will, in his providential care. God has put you in a place. It may be a small church. It may be a medium sized mega church. It don't matter. You know, just serve Christ faithfully. He is the hero. Rabbi Zacharias is not the hero. These Christian celebrities are not the heroes. So serve Christ faithfully where you're at and just start with the little sins so it won't grow into become this monster that we, we have no control over. So look to Christ. He will provide you the strength to conquer that. Okay. Let's, let's continue that path. Let's continue. What other things can we do?
0: to guard our hearts and to be careful on this topic. So you you said turn to Jesus, which is the absolutely most important. We also need one another. We need accountability. I'm reminded of uh, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13. It says, exhort one another every day as long as it's called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Right? Exhort. We need to be encouraging one another because, you know what, As far as being a pastor, it's a lonely profession. It really is lonely. And so we need people around us to encourage us, to lift us up. And if you're a Christian and you're listening and you're not a pastor, guess what? Doing the work of God still is hard. It's it's so hard. It's easy to go about life and not care about anybody else except for yourself, but we don't get to do that. We are in the business of building the kingdom, and that's hard work. We need to encourage one another. What other things can we do
1: um, to, to keep on the right path? Yeah, I think, I think that's a really good point, Brandon. I think another thing that I would just, you know, just encourage people, obviously, first and foremost, we hate sin. And as Christians, we do. And that's the reason we say sin is sin. And we mourn with these people who are victimized. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that should lead us to pray for those people. So first and foremost, pray for those victims that has been dealt with and people who are millions of people who have been silenced because of reputation, position, and power. I would say also just pray for your pastor. Like, again, we're not excusing sin, but it is a lonely road. I mean, you know, you and I have been in ministry a decade or two now, and, you know, you and I just even though when you're in a lead role, it's not try to self-pity, look at us, but... I mean, we we need prayer warriors, you know, kind of like Moses trying to lift a staff and Aaron came and, you know, we need Aaron's in our lives. We need people praying for us and we need people to be praying uh, uh, for, for spirit, these spiritual leaders. They're not, they're not like Marvel characters. They're not like DC Superman characters. And, you know, and, and when we do that, we're setting them for failures. We're not setting them for success. And, I think what we should be doing is first mourn with them, uh, those who are hurting. Because I mean, this is a long path. It's it's not going to be done in a week or two or a month or a year. I mean, this is this is hurtful. So be praying. It's a long journey. I think we can get started by praying for those who are victims, praying for your leaders, pray for also those uh, the, the Rev Zacharias International Ministry people who are involved in it.
0: Yeah. Another thing you could do. We need to do we need to normalize requests for help. I think a lot of people, especially pastors, we see um, this, like like we experience something difficult and we are just not able or scared or we have fear surrounding just asking people for help. Like we need help. We need counseling. Um, I'm reminded of a pastor who told me, he was telling me about how he went through depression and he reached out. But if he hadn't have reached out, you know his ministry would have been ruined um and so we need to normalize saying i need help i just need help uh but, but right now especially pastors pastors often feel like they're they're held so high like you call them superman right um pastors are held so high but they're like you said we're not superheroes we're just normal people and so we need to be able to say I need help. I need to talk to somebody. And the church has to be okay realizing that, that they hired a human to lead them, um, and humans have issues.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I think all those are really good things. Uh, can I just speak to leaders right now? I think, uh, and just pastors perhaps, and, and in a sense, we're all leaders, aren't we? I mean, if you're a dad, you're a leader of the home. If you're a husband, you're a spiritual leader. And if you're a Christian, you're leading uh, changes in the community, so we're we're in a sense all disciples. We're all leaders. We're all ordinary radicals, right? Um, but one of the things I think one of the concerns we have as well is our reputation, right? As Christians, okay. I mean, I mean, people are going to use this against, and you know, say, oh, you know, people are going to use this against for. You know, I'm not going to believe in Jesus, you know, because Rabbi Zacharias and these leaders can't get their act together, mm-hmm. you know. But well, first thing I want to say is that you know, Rabbi Zacharias like that, but Jesus wasn't like that, you know. It doesn't change the fact that Jesus is still the Messiah and the Savior, and and, and the God incarnate, you know. So I don't think it makes sense, I, and I think it's kind of funny too when all these internet trolls come out out of the woodwork and start saying, "Well, God is not real. God doesn't exist." because rabbi zacharias failed therefore i'm not going to believe in god well you know what i mean we're all fallen nature and not excusing please don't hear me that mm-hmm. but 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 it's almost like god coming out and saying well i don't believe in atheists they don't exist therefore and that's just a silly argument is that it? It, it doesn't mean that because of fallen people and there's failure that you know people are going to use it against so, so just continue be faithful in and, you know, basic God, godliness and holiness by four things, proclaiming the gospel, one, second, loving our neighbors, two, third, serving those who are oppressed and the needies in the community, and fourth, be of good reputation amongst outsiders. And I think if, when we are faithful in all those four, it doesn't, you know, in the long haul, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, well, it, it doesn't matter what Rabbi Zechariah did, but in the witness of, Christ is being Lord and God. Um, so so I just want to encourage us. This doesn't mean it's the end of Christianity because Rabbi Zechariah fell. I mean, the gospel continues on. I mean, it's being preached. We need to make disciples be faithful in that.
0: Yeah, that's good. And as far as us, as we've said, pretty much we have. you need to stop any destructive nature and issue before it ever starts. That's the key, right? Just stop it before it starts. Um but I kind of wonder you know if there's someone here that's listening that says you know that they are, they are caught in some really destructive habits um, aside from like we said you need to reach for help uh, you know what advice might we give that person
1: Yeah um, that's a good question. I think um, you know just it's it's recognizing it's the basic Christian fundamental things right I mean, you know, I think one of the, one of the things, you know, we are, we're going through in search of a new position of associate pastor here at the church. And, you know, one of the things that I think what we do as Christians is that we put competency giftedness and skills <clears throat> above our calling and the character of a person. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that, Jonathan? It's what I mean by that. I remember my mentor teaching me one time, It says, Jonathan, you know skills can get you get skills can get you into ministry but only integrity will keep you in ministry that's good and and it, i mean it's so true isn't it it's so basic but somehow it's we we grow as Christians, it's the better knowledge you have, the better Christian you are, or the more skill set and preaching and leadership skills you have, the better Christian you are. But it's the basic fundamental things of the fruit of the spirit, or being faithful, being loving, having a relationship with Christ and a daily walk, and you know, all those things begin to dwindle and forget. And 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 I would just say, you know, if if you want to conquer sin, it begins with the basic fundamental of spiritual disciplines and keeping checks and tabs. And, and just, I just want to warn us. I, I mean, I can't say this loud and clear enough is giftedness doesn't mean holiness. Right. And and we are to be holy as he is holy. And we can only do that by remaining and abiding in Christ. And I mean, that sounds like such a Christian cliche and just a slogan that we throw out. but it, it really is true. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, I mean, yeah, there's a sense that we need to, clothe ourselves with righteousness and unclothe ourselves with sin, but also the basic fundamental, it's remaining and abiding and resting in Christ. And uh and I think we forgot that basic elemental Christian foundational principle. And I think that is getting us caught up in these sins and mm-hmm. these yeah controversies.
0: That's good. Um and then for the person like like we were saying, the person that's that's caught um you know if you're in if you're in a uh, if you're an addict or if you have something going on that's good, that is that would ruin a ministry i think that there's more integrity acknowledging that and probably stepping away from ministry and saying church i just want to acknowledge this private sin i'm dealing with i have to deal with that i love you enough to where i have to deal with that with this thing um and so you may be asked to step away from ministry a lot of pastors though they have all of their identity tied into the fact that they're a pastor right your identity needs to be tied into the fact that you love jesus that you're a christian and you're following christ and we need to follow christ well even when it's hard
1: yeah 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 i mean we can continue talking on and on and on the subject Um, but, but I think, I think those are really, really good principle. I, one thing I just want to also encourage us as, as we're talking about dealing with victims and recognizing, taking responsibility Mm -hmm. in our lives and sins and how do we tackle and, you know, fight and struggle against sin. I I think one thing that we need to do, we forget is that we need to be praying for Ravi's family. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine I mean, he just passed away spring uh, 2020 and it's been about a year or so afterwards now coming up with devastating news. I mean, a lot of his wife, I mean, can you imagine just her reputation, just be praying for his wife and pray whenever, for his daughter. Yeah.
0: Whenever you said victims, we need to realize his wife is a victim.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's all. I mean, I just want to say that, that they are victims too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then his daughter um, as well. I think you said she's she's leading the Rabbi Zacharias ministry. Yes. As well. it, and it was one of the world's largest. They're going to have to
0: totally reformat everything, drop his name out of everything. Um, there's many countries that are saying they're not going to allow them there anymore, stuff like that. There's a lot. There's a lot
1: to this. So, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I mean, Rabbi Zacharias obviously led, left a great legacy. I mean, I mean he has really impacted, but but again, Rabbi Zacharias International Ministry now needs to deal with the mess, and I mean, he he is he is not a, he's not here. I mean, he passed away, so it's it's just such an interesting way to walk through a reputation that was there, and now the narrative has shifted. Right. And uh, wow, just be praying for the Rabbi Zacharias International RZIM Ministry, as well as they're struggling through uh, the aftermath. Uh, going through this. Right. And whenever,
0: you, whenever you said he left a,
1: a great legacy,
0: what you're meaning is that, uh, many of us found faith and strength and something that he taught along the way, but now that's tarnished. That's what you're saying. Like there was a, there's a, there was a legacy as far as the work while it was happening, but now there's a tarnished mark
1: on him and all of that. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, I, I don't want people to misunderstand or, you know, you know, Jonathan and Brandon are standing on one side and not the other side. I, I mean, I, I think Christ is we need to see from heaven's perspective how Christ would see. And, I, and what I want to say is that everybody's hurting. Everybody's hurting more than we can even begin to barely imagine. And, and I think the Lord is grieved by this and we need to grieve with people who grieve and we need to be praying for those are hurting on both sides. And so, so that's, that's what we want to talk about as we, you know, conversing about the destruction nature of the private sin, because sin is just awful. And Satan uses it to divide and destroy and steal our joy and intend to bring Division and chaos, and and that's that's where we're at, and we're just praying that the Lord will minister in a way that just we just can't even begin to bear to understand. Just the Lord will step in in these areas. That that's that's what that's what we're conversing about.
0: Yeah, we really need to wind things up. We're, we're entering that thirty minute mark, um, and I think that's a good spot where we we need to go. We just need Jesus. We need to pray. Pray. Amen. We need Jesus. Amen. We have no opportunity, no chance to uh, make it through this life without being heavily stained by sin and tarnished by our own flesh without the power of Jesus consistently moving in us and the body of believers around us, right? Um, You know, we we don't want to forsake the assembling because we need each other as well.
1: Anything you want to add before we close this out? No, brother. I think that was good. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Uh, if you really enjoyed it, you'll go ahead and, you know, you could go ahead and share this as well, or you could give the five-star review on iTunes as well. If you want to check us out uh, via Twitter, go on twitter.com/JonathanHayashi twitter.com slash Jonathan Hayashi or twitter.com. At brandon boltner so uh and for the rest of the episode as well if, if you found it uh, helpful you can go to our website and find the previous episodes that we have covered some of these similar topics and we will share this in the show notes as well some of the information that we have shared uh, so again thank you for listening and uh, we'll hopefully uh, have this podcast get going again and we'll have the next episode for you and your church awesome we'll talk to you soon take care